It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Welcome back again, dear friends, to another episode of Build Confidence. One of the best postcard present on the network talking about buildings and construction in general. Today we are going to discuss about Brooklyn Bridge. Built between 1817 and 1883, the Brooklyn Bridge is probably the most famous and iconic bridge in the world. With a main span of 1,595.5 feet, it was the longest suspension bridge in the world, from its opening to 1903, and the first wire suspension bridge ever constructed. The bridge remains a must-stop for any New York City visitor, wandering between Manhattan Civic Center and the charming residential enclave of Brooklyn Heights. The Brooklyn Bridge changed New York forever when it was built, and it remains an important transportation hub to this day. But whose idea was it, and how was it built? Read on for the incredible story of how the Brooklyn Bridge was created, and what it looks like today. Brooklyn Bridge architect Johann Roebling, 1806-1869, was born in Milesien, Prussia. Despite his humble origins, his mother recognized his keen intelligence and sent him to Berlin to study architecture and engineering. In 1831, Roebling and his brother Karl moved to western Pennsylvania and established an agricultural community called Saxenburg. His house in Butter County still stands. After the failure of the agricultural colony, Roebling turned to engineering. Even in the mid-19th century, there were few bridges across major rivers. Cargo floats on bridges and people take ferries. In 1841, Roebling began producing wire ropes strong enough to support bridge roads and was commissioned for a series of river crossings, the first crossing of the Monongahela River in Pittsburgh in 1853. 
45. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing the Godfather at chumbacasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at chumpacasino.com. Welcome to the family. VGW Group, no purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. See terms and conditions, 18 plus. After a series of successful commissions, he built a large wire rope factory in Trenton, New Jersey. Over the next decade, Roebling designed a railroad bridge across the Ohio River between the Cincinnati, Ohio, and Covington, Kentucky, similar to a scaled-down version of the Brooklyn Bridge. He first conceived the Brooklyn Span in 1852, but it took more than 15 years to get approval as the Civil War consumed capital and materials. Such crossings are becoming increasingly important due to the colder winters at this time, making it difficult for barges and boats to navigate the snow-covered river. In 1867, Benefiting from a particularly severe winter, Roebling was aided by prominent businessmen William Kingsley and Senator Henry Murphy, the senator of Senator Street, Bellingham. After two years of negotiations with the city and state, the East River Bridge was approved in 1869. A full 14 years of construction began. John Roblin died that year at the age of 63 from a titanus infection in a pier accident. But his son Washington, based on the extensive notes his father took, completed the project. Much of the initial work on the bridge was done on the riverbed, and the foundation of the pylons were built using castings. Large sealed boxes or cylinders in which people breathed compressed air, excavated the foundation and finally anchored them into the bedrock. This is a dangerous job. Washington Roebling personally supervised workers until he contracted custom disease or bands, then oversaw construction at his Brooklyn Heights home passing orders via Morse code to his wife Emily, where Self was studying advanced math and bridge construction. Within five years, 
the foundation of the tower and the tower itself were completed. The hardest work has just begun, as hundreds of miles of steel cable must be woven to support 160,000 pounds per square inch. After the last cable was laid in 1878, a taxpayer lawsuit said the bridge was not intact, threatening the entire project. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Lucky Land Casino asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli. I guess. Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere playing at luckylandslots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. The case dragged on for months. And Roebling, Washington, approved the additional reinforcing braces. The final element, the rod, was finally built from the foundation of the tower, supported by cables and the bridge open to the traffic on May 24, 1883. The Brooklyn Bridge walkway is pretty much a must-see for New Yorkers and tourists, for every New Yorker should walk the length of the bridge at least once. The boardwalk between the two lanes provides a unique view of the Manhattan skyline. The Brooklyn Bridge takes several first and only boxes. It was the first major bridge to span the East River. It is the only bridge in New York City with a masonry tower constructed of limestone, granite, and Rosendale cement, a more durable mortar that produced from Ulster County, New York. Their successors, Williamsburg Manhattan, and all other major bridges displayed their steel skeletons, for the George Washington Bridge was originally planned to use brick siding on its towers. For many years, it was also the only major bridge in the New York City to use cables. Although the Kosciuszko and Gotthels bridges, cable stayed bridges, have used cables in recent years. On the two brick towers, the catwalk cuts across the alley to see the alley below. The bridge is also not immune to graffiti, 
and it's to be wiped off from time to time. It has become a tradition to padlock cables to show love. Unfortunately, all this metal added weight to the bridge and potentially made, made it unstable, so it was removed. Cables and other aspects of the bridge are constantly checked for safety. Shortly after the bridge opened in 1883, rumors of its imminent collapse spread like wildfire among pedestrians, and the resulting stampede claimed more than a dozen lives. Of course, there is no such crash. Metal pillars of the street reinforce the integrity of the bridge, and they help design the Hell's Gate Bridge and the Henry Hudson Bridge that connects Manhattan to the Bronx over the Harlem River. Completed in 1913, Chambers Street Station was originally intended to be part of a loop line connecting the Williamsburg Bridge to the Brooklyn Bridge that full ran through Manhattan. Thanks very much, dear friends, to have followed up again another episode of Build Confidence, one of the best podcasts present on the network talking about construction. And today we have done a talking about history, New York City history. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. At the next. Welcome back, dear friends, to another episode of Build Confidence with Mark Caron one of the best podcasts present on the network, talking about construction in general and engineering opera built in the past of the human being. Today we are going to deepen the details of the Ducal Palace. What is it? The Ducal Palace is a Renaissance building in Urbino, Marche, Italy. It is one of the most important monuments in Italy and has been a UNESCO World Heritage Site since 1998. The construction of the Ducal Palace was commissioned by Masso di Bartolomeo of Florence in the mid-15th century for Duke Federico III since Montefeltro. New buildings include the already existing Joel Palace, the solid rock outcrops on the hillside were indestructible for sieges, but problematic for carving the palace foundations. Luciano Laurana, a famous fort builder from Dalmatia, was commissioned to build the substructure but Laurana 
left Urbino before the living culture of the palace began. According to Larana, the designer of the Ducal Palace is of course unknown. Donato Bramante, the leading architect of the High Renaissance, was from Urbino and may have helped complete the palace. The Ducal Palace in this region is famous for the talk that Baldassare Castiglione gave in his Book of Courtiers in 1507 in the Hall of the Vigil. Until the 20th century, the palace basically was used as a government building, housing municipal archives and offices, as well as a public collection of ancient inscriptions and sculptures, Galleria Nazionale delle Marche, for example. Restoration work, completed in 1985, reopened the extensive underground network to visitors. The Ducal Palace has several rooms that reflect Federico's love of classical and humanistic studies and serve his daily life, which includes visiting the palace lararium and reading Greek literature. This academic and explicitly pagan style differ really much from medieval places and palaces. A central element of the plan is the studio, a small study or contemplation cabinet, let's say, a room of only 3.6 by 3.35 meters, which faces the city of Urbino with its back to the Duke's ruler land. Surrounding the occupants of the room with Trump, Lohel shelving panels, benches and half-open lattice doors is exquisite mosaic works display symbolic objects representing the liberal arts and are the most famous examples of Italian mosaic art. Musical instruments on benches Books and sheet music on shelves, scientific instruments including uh, hash tulips and armillary spheres, work furniture including writing desk and hourglasses, weapons and armor, and various other items, for example, caged parrots and muffins. Studiology also features iconic depiction of several people both contemporary and historical. On the panel is a statue of Federico in academic attire and faith, hope and charity. Above the mosaic panel is the portrait of the great writer by Jus van Massenove and revised later by Pedro Berugate. Below the studio are two twin churches, one Christian and one Pagan. The vestibule leading to them emphasizes their complementarity with these inscribed 
elegiac couplet. The Temple of the Muses, possibly used as the personal studio of Federico's sons Guido Bardo, originally featured paintings of the Muses and sober musicians, possibly by Giovanni Santi. Located in the palace, the Galleria Nazionale delle Marche, National Gallery of the Marche, houses one of the most important collection of Renaissance art in the world. It includes important works by artists such as Raphael van Wassenhoe, The Last Supper, with portraits of the Montefeltro family and court. Melozzo de Forla, Piero della Francesca, Paolo Uccello, Timoteo Viti and others of the 15th century, the artist and the late resurrection of the Titian. From the 12th century to the 17th century, Urbino was the capital city of a small independent duchy ruled by the house of Montefeltro and by the house of Della Rovere. Squeezed between Medici's Tuscany and the Papal States, the Duchy of Urbino was nevertheless able to maintain its independence for almost two centuries, and uh, especially under the rule of Federico da Montefeltro, its court became one of the most culturally advanced in the Italian peninsula, as well as the Plays of residents of famed Renaissance artists such as Piero della Francesca, Paolo Uccello, Raphael, and Titian, among others, as we said before. The Ducal Palace of Urbino was built between 100,444 and 1,482, mainly during Federico da Montefeltro's rule and designed by three architects in turn, Maso di Bartoleo from Florence, Francesco Laurana, as we said before, from Dalmatia, and Francesco di Giorgio Martini from Senia. The palace is an imposing building that much carefully combines a fortress-like structure with the most exquisite Italian Renaissance architecture. While the facade towards the city, the main courtyard and the interiors are eminently Renaissance style, the west facade facing the countryside is more severe, full gracefully adorned by a loggia and two turrets called Torricini, little towers in Italian. The palace is extraordinary in size, especially when compared to the tiny historic center of Urbino, of which it forms a large part, and well worth the definition of a city shaped like a palace, the Renaissance author Baldassarre Castiglione gave it. One of the most interesting features of the palace is the well-noted and famous studiolo of Federico da Montefeltro, which we went in details just 
few minutes ago. Many thanks again, dear friends, to have listened again another episode of Build Confidence with Mark Around, one of the best podcasts on the network about construction and engineering opera of the past and the present. See you at the next.